Welcome to the Real Life Group's Leadership Podcast, a conversation about creating small groups where people grow in spiritual maturity in relationship. We're focused on you, the small group leader, giving tips and tools to help you lead effectively. Hey, welcome back. I want to thank you for joining us for today's episode. We're super excited for this discussion uh, on the Real Life Groups Leadership Podcast. My name is Chris. I'm your host, and I'm sitting with two of my friends, Evan Meske at our Post Falls Campus Groups Pastor, Men's Pastor, a variety of roles here, and Fred Bosse, Team Leader for our Groups Team, and just really excited for what we're talking about today. And I'm sure you're going to lean in for this one because we're talking about branching small groups. We're going to talk about three tips, uh, which at Real life, you know, we like numbers. So we have the seven essentials, the five spheres, we have all sorts of things. So we're talking about the three <laughs> tips. That sound good? Three tips. Three tips for branching a group. And uh, yeah, again, this has been one of our, our most discussed, asked questions from group leaders over the years. Yeah. And for a lot of reasons, you know, sometimes we have struggle, failure to do that well. There's hurt feelings. And, you know, again, it's a value for us. We're going to talk mm-hmm. about that through this episode. And again, I, I hope uh, we'll finish with some some ways that you can put into place in your group, some things that you can build towards because um, it's not a slow process. I mean, it takes time. Yeah. I mean, it is a slow process. It takes time. It's, mm-hmm. it's going to be a journey. So yeah. maybe Fred, just kick us off with why this matters, why this um, idea of branching mm-hmm. makes a difference. Yeah, it really is crucial to what and define we what branching is too. Yeah, you okay. know? I'll start that branching is when a group, um, uh, an existing group mm-hmm. uh, raises up a leader to uh start another group. Another group is <clears throat> yeah. formed. And, and that can happen in a variety of ways. It could just be, uh, it could be a, a leader that's raised up that takes over the existing group and the existing leader goes and starts okay. a new group. Or it could be uh, leaders are raised up and they leave to start a new group. And yep. the, Or it can sometimes, um, not the most preferred where they kind of split down the middle. Half and half. Half yeah. and half. Mm-hmm. That's... Um, Sometimes it happens, but, you know, we try to let that happen organically as much mm-hmm. as possible. Um, so that that's what a branch is. And like I was saying, it, it is vital mm-hmm. uh, for two reasons. One One's uh, practical and the other is philosophical so, um, or missional <clears throat> because our mission is to reach the world for wow. Jesus and it's to help people grow in spiritual maturity. Wow. And so as we are uh, doing that, as people are growing, they are, um, some people are going to grow and need to step into leadership. We need to give them places to play where they can uh, lead other people. On a practical side, as we're being inviting and trying to connect the unconnected, we always have people that are trying to get connected into a group. And, um, you know, we can become ingrown and um, and not have enough room. You know, yeah. we can keep adding people, but pretty soon a small group doesn't stay small yep. when it starts to get, you know, Absolutely. 20 people in it or whatever. Yeah, it's and real. It's just not uh, as effective for uh, the small group discipleships. So, Absolutely. Yeah. It's really good. Yep. I get asked a lot, how big should your group be when you branch? And I always say size is a terrible reason to branch a group. The reason to branch a group should be you've raised up a new leader who's mature in Christ, who can then start to make disciples of others. That's a great Mm -hmm. point. Uh, Size should not be the dictator. And I think that's really important in the mix of this is that, you know, it's the, the drive that we see in in the word, mm-hmm. you know, Jesus's investment mm-hmm. of the disciples mm-hmm. and then the releasing them to go and make disciples. Right. You know, that initial small group became many small groups. And that was from the very beginning was a model right. that was when there. When 3,000 people were added to their number on the day of Pentecost, um, 
they they were still meeting house to house and yep. um, they weren't all in one house. They Absolutely. Weren't in the, they weren't in that upper room anymore. Yeah, talk about yeah. church growth. It yeah. grew it and grew they had quickly. to solve it. And, and again, you go back to when Jesus says, go and make disciples, mm -hmm. what they understood was what they had seen mm -hmm. and the investment intentionality they had seen, they're now replicating. Yeah. And so as you're you know a healthy group, there's just gonna be that that place where you grow. Mm -hmm. um, now, I will say this maybe before we jump in, I, I'd love, Evan, you're you're super good on our team. One of the th gifts that you bring is sarcasm. Now it's a spiritual gift. It's just God's given it to you. And so I was thinking before we jump into the real practical three tips, if you could share maybe the antithesis, the toxic way to branch a group. Yeah, literally this morning, Fred texted me, Hey, thoughts on branching? This is what I texted him back. Um, number one, make it a surprise because people like surprises. <laughs> <laughs> number two, assume everyone feels valued and cared about. No need to waste time telling them again. <laughs> and number three, leave the details vague. Nobody wants to be boxed in with too much clarity. Totally. Yeah. So that's a great place to start. And I think, you know, yeah, your gift here is helpful because that that's just ridiculous when you think about it. Yeah. You know, you want clarity. People want to know what's happening. They want. They don't want to live in assumptions. And so that is a super you know, great place to start with really where we're going to go is let's talk about um, three tips to really leading a branch well. So who wants to start? Give us the positive. Evan, you're the, you're the wordsmith here. You yeah. go ahead. Oh, okay. After that, I wrote this down. Communication, consideration, and celebration will help you to avoid isolation, speculation, and frustration. Yeah. Wow. I love that. So let's unpack it. That's yeah, super good. This comes from years of experience here. Yeah. And that's what I think is really neat about having you guys here um, is that you guys have walked through mm -hmm. so many groups, so many, you know, great branches, so many dysfunctional and, you know, splits, you know, mm -hmm. um, people re uh, leave them for the wrong reason. And yeah. so I think you guys do bring that really all of our groups team. I think all of our campuses mm -hmm. is a great resource, by the way, if you're ever struggling what to do, that is the first line of defense is process with your coach, with your yeah. groups team. I think that's where we want to start. But let's talk about these three things that you guys identified, because I think these are really good. Maybe Fred, kick us off with Communication. communication. Talk about that. Yeah. I think communication starts day one. And what do you mean by that? Like, um, it, we um, we want to communicate yeah. what the purpose of our groups are. Great. Which uh, we have a saying that's we, we want people to grow in spiritual maturity and relationship. And <clears throat> because of that, mm. uh, and that we're, we're also, you know, as a church trying to reach the world for Jesus yep. and that we want to uh, uh, help connect people. And so when yep. we're casting vision on a regular basis in our groups, um, it helps people uh, be reminded that there's something bigger than just, you know, meeting together with people that I love and, and yep. getting into God's word. <clears throat> Through the years, uh, every time I cast vision, I'll ask my group, you know, what's the purpose of group? And, mm -hmm. I, you know, I always have people even though I cast vision for years, they say for the relationship and that's yep. for the people in your you group do. relationship is going to be the key reason that they come. They, they, they want to be part of the community that you create, hmm. but as an intentional leader, we have to continue to remind them like, Hey, you're, you know, yep. we're all growing. Hmm. And as, and as we grow um, in spiritual maturity, somebody here is going to, um, uh, feel called yep. to lead yep. or maybe be challenged to lead. And they're going to respond to that and they're going to start their own group. And so some of you aren't going to be here with us 
uh, the whole time. And that'll be kind of a sad day. Yeah. But at the same time, it's a good day. Yeah. And relationship continues even when a group has branched. Yes. If it's, it's a key part. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's a good point. You know, if you're doing it in a dysfunctional way and if you're, mm-hmm. we have to do this, mm-hmm. you can really hurt relationship. Yeah. And even then, sometimes you, you, know, you, you do your best and there's still yep. people that yep. uh, get hurt. But yeah. So yeah. communication. Mm-hmm. Anything else you want to add to that? There's always a tension between yep. relationship and the mission. Yeah. Yep. And part of our mission is in relationship. So yep. it makes it a struggle. And so I tell people it should be a struggle yep. because if the parts of a small group yep. are helping people grow in spiritual maturity in relationship, mm-hmm. like, okay, once we grow to spiritual maturity, what do we do? That dictates that we have to branch. Now in relationship, if you've done a good job with a relationship, of course it's going to be a wrestling match, yep. but the kingdom wins when we let the mission yep went out over the relationship and yeah. some of those relationships stay tight forever. I've yeah. got people in my first small group. I'm still super tight with them. Other ones I don't talk to quite as much. We high five in the foyer because mm-hmm. they're leading their own small group yep. and we know we're on mission together and we get to spend eternity together. So good. Amen. And, and so um, it's actually, a, it's actually a great thing yep. when I can high five those people, but we used to be in a group with them it's and great. now they're on mission. They're making disciples. Yep. So are we, We're all going the same direction. I think that's so key because what we're trying to communicate and go back to over and over again is the why. The Mm -hmm. vision and the mission of the church, the purpose of a small group isn't just relationship. That's an amazing kind of outcome. And Jesus did it in relationship, but he didn't only have relationship. He had a purpose for them. You know, he had a plan for them. And I think that's when we can get off track is when a group just goes, Mm -hmm. I just love these people. And I'm just going to, man, we're just so... We're just family, right? right? Never gonna, never gonna change. And I think that's when you just get a few degrees off, which is right. again, that's a great <clears throat> byproduct. But that's not the main reason we gather. Well, I, I, I respond that way, you mm-hmm. know, because it is a natural. Yeah. Uh, like we talk about group dynamics, right? We, yep. Forming, storming, norming. We did a yep. podcast on that, and then, um, and mm-hmm. then uh, uh, ministry, yeah, ministering, and then yep. multiplying. multiplying. It's yep. part of that. But you know, I always tell people uh, that bring up the family thing. I said, yeah, you know, uh, I have a son that, that just got married and left home and it's, we're sad that he left home, yep. but it would be much sadder if he stayed at home, <laughs> he stayed at home and yeah. he's playing video games in my oh, basement at 30, totally. right? Yeah. I mean, that becomes because dysfunctional. The there's a purpose. There's a purpose Oof, and a mission, right? That's a great, great picture. Yeah. Okay. So communication <clears throat> often that we're talking about the why mm-hmm. Vision casting in our groups, you know, mm-hmm. even in the one-on-ones, you know, between those sessions, mm-hmm. the, you know, drawing in maybe that apprentice. Let's talk about this consideration. What, what does that mean, Evan? Okay. So to consider how everyone is going to feel and think mm-hmm. about what's happening. Yeah. And I've, I've seen this happen over and over and over again, and <clears throat> people will short circuit the communication yep. and thus not consider how people are going to react and make some assumptions. And so you can either branch well, or you can branch quickly. Hmm. Yeah, (laughs) that's good. And so here's, here's what I encourage people all the time. Like, okay, if I'm branching a group, Fred's going to be the new leader. I have to call every single person in the group. Fred has to call every single person in the group and make sure that they feel welcomed and wanted in both places. Because yep, yep. even if great. Fred's going on Tuesday night and my group's on Wednesday night and everybody knows that Torin can't possibly mm-hmm. make Wednesday night, yep. uh, he will feel left out. He Because yep. 
people's human nature. If there's a way I can feel devalued, I yep. usually find it. <laughs> yep. And so we want to make sure that in order for it to be a celebration, everyone feels welcomed. Everyone feels wanted. Mm-hmm. Everyone feels valued. That's so good. Um, yep. in, to both of the people. Mm-hmm. So you're actually trying to enter into the world of um, what are they thinking? You know, what is the emotions they're going through? And if this is their first small group, they're, you know, they're probably going, I just finally made yeah. friends. Mm-hmm. And, you know, kind of back to our first point, you know, you're going to, you're going to take these away from me. You're going to, because of your church and what your church wants to do, mm-hmm. you know, that, all yeah. those things I've heard. Mm-hmm. So you have to be really caring empathizing <clears throat> and to help people get outside of themselves. Yep. My question usually is, aren't you glad that there was room for you in this group? That's yep. a great way to say it. You I know, love that. And go, mm. What about those other people who don't yet have this amazing thing that you've gotten yep. to experience? Don't you want this for them? Yeah, it's great. I love that. And I think that just goes into the heart of, we are working with people who have, you know, all sorts of things in their mind, all sorts of challenges they're facing. Mm-hmm. And that that small group, yeah. is a huge place. And it, yeah. again, I think we would go back to over and again, reminder that, you know, this doesn't mean that we're just ending <clears throat> relationships. You know, some of my best friends are people who I've been in small group with oh, before. Right. right. Yeah. And you don't want to, and, and you don't want to create like, you know, no. the memory of, you know, being the last picked at a kickball game in third grade. <laughs> yeah. Right. You yeah. don't want that. And, and you know, sometimes you yeah. think, oh, well, we, we're the leaders. Uh, Evan and I, let's just, let's just, uh, Let's just take the list of people in the group. You choose who you want. I choose who I want. And we'll tell people where they're going to go. Yeah. And that is yep. that is horrible. The other horrible way to do it is, <laughs> hey, we'll just put it all on them. Mm-hmm. I've literally seen this. I went to oh, a, a branching party, which was not communicated well yep. to anybody. And on the spot said, okay, we're going to branch. They're going to lead a group. We're going to lead a group. Everyone, we want you to pick who you're going with. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it is literally kickball. It's <laughs> and, third grade kickball. <laughs> so yeah, now we've put them at a spot to... Make yeah. a terrible decision to reject somebody. So they have to walk over to that side of the room. <laughs> so <laughs> here's what I found, though. If if I was branching that group with Fred, mm-hmm. I would get together with Fred and we would figure out what's the best case branching scenario yep. that would that would put people in, in yep. the best position for, for everyone. The yep. groups themselves, you know, us and all that. And then if, if I had someone I really like, I really want Chris with me, hmm. I'm going to give I'm going to call him first. And I'm actually going to give him a reason to come with me. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. when I give you a role That's or great. a reason to come, yeah. I, I'm, I'm batting a thousand right now. Every time mm-hmm. I give you a reason, hey, Chris, I yep. need a co-leader in the group. And I really need you to play that role with me. That's I great. know Fred, Fred and I fought about you. Mm-hmm. And, and we considered this. Yeah. And that's why I'm calling you first to get ahead of him. Yep. But uh, I'm giving you a purpose for the group. Yep. And and. and Fred would call up Torn and say, hey, I what I really need in this next season is someone who can help carry the conversation. Yep. Yep. And you do that so well. Would you please consider coming yep. with me? And, you know, again, yep. Evan and I talked about yep. this and he'd love to have you in his group, too. But yep. here's yeah. why I, w- I really think you'd be a That's valuable great. asset here. Yeah. And you can actually get a group to branch mm-hmm really really close, close yep. to what yep. you would think is yep. ideal but you also yep. give them the out like but hey if you if you want to go with that exactly. then that's fine right. that's good yeah. like, well yeah. and i also hear you guys saying so there's consideration of the people their emotions their processing but you're also considering some of the details mm-hmm. as yes. you're ta- as you're yes. beginning to talk about there's going to have to be you know who's the next leader who's going to host this group mm-hmm. child care mm-hmm. you know all these things that we've talked about in previous episodes mm-hmm. you're you're considering 
and which is why it takes a little bit of time. There's another thing to consider, and we don't have a woman around this table, is that there are are spouses involved and that- um, The relationships. The the relationships there is is sometimes different and and tighter. And um, for for women, the branching can be really, really hard. I think that's a fantastic reminder that, you know, the emotional temperature, Mm -hmm. the- a lot of the assumptions that are made, mm-hmm. you check with the women in your life, check it, with your spouse yes. if you're married, uh, check with the gals in the group. You know, you're, you're bringing some of these key influencers because mm-hmm. they know better a lot of times right. than maybe the group leader does. Yep. So let's finish with the last one, which I think is, um, mm-hmm. I, I love the reminder of, you know, communication, you know, this idea of consideration of where people are at. But if we don't celebrate celebration, mm-hmm. we kind of miss what we're doing. So right. let's talk about celebration for a little bit. Why do we celebrate? Uh, celebration is important because people will aspire to the things that we celebrate. Wow. Yeah, I got that from Evan a long time ago. <laughs> that was from Jim. Yeah, oh, actually. There you go. Well, I'll give you credit instead. Anyway, yeah. So uh, we want to celebrate things because, no. um, you know, we are accomplishing mm. our mission. And yep. when we accomplish our mission, we're doing yep. the things that God's asked us to do. That's worth Absolutely. celebrating. Man. And and it and it also takes kind of kind of takes away the sting of the separation relationally yeah. that um, is naturally going to occur. But it also encourages people who are maybe sitting on the fence and also those people that yeah. are being sent out. Yep. We send them out with encouragement and and we're edifying them yep. as they go out. And so they feel supported. That's good. And um, yeah, and they, we just, you know, they start off on the right foot. I love that. Yeah. yeah, one of the things we started doing here at the Post Falls campus, I think has been really neat to see is we'll often celebrate our new group leaders yeah. Yeah. Um, from our church services, kind of like we celebrate baptisms. You know, it's, hey, here's a step mm-hmm. of growth. Mm-hmm. And one of the comments that I've heard a few times now is, that guy's leading a group? Man, yeah. that's cool. Maybe I could do that. You know, right. and it's like, right. honestly, it's, oh, I, I kind of put this pedestal <laughs> of, you know, group leader. And when I go, Man, I know that guy and he's stepping into it. That is a really powerful statement mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. that is showing God stretching someone that a year or two years ago, right. no way. And I think that's all of our story. It's like, you know, mm-hmm. I never would have thought I was leading a small group, yep. but someone thought I could. And little by little, I was given responsibility. So we celebrate it. Yeah. Love it. Any last thoughts on that, Evan? No, Fred, I love Fred it. He nailed it. it. He nailed, nailed it because yeah. he quoted you. Perfect. That's great. Uh, so we started with, you know, the the poor, toxic version of branching a group. And then we went to, you know, man, here's some intentional strategies to branch right. a group, right. which I love even the, the statement that you made early on, Evan. Maybe repeat that. What's kind of the outcome of that? What do we avoid? Oh, yeah. We're avoiding isolation, speculation, and frustration. Yeah. If people aren't communicated with well, yeah. they feel isolated. Yeah. I feel like I'm on my own. Everyone else is in the know, even if that's not true. Right. And I just feel left out. Man. Mm-hmm. And and the speculation, in the gap of communication, I'm going to make assumptions. Mm-hmm. Yep. And those assumptions generally are not healthy for most people yeah. uh, when I'm feeling left out. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so that, <clears throat> that communication, that consideration of Knowing people yeah. are going to automatically yep. do that helps us to do a lot better job. Mm-hmm. And the the frustration, yep. yeah, it'll automatically lead to frustration. I, I'm going to focus on the negative generally mm-hmm. before yep. the positive. So when Fred mm-hmm. talks about, ooh, celebration, yep. let's make this mm-hmm. a celebratory thing that we can say, man, look what God's doing. Look at all the amazing, the yeah. amazing things that we get to be a part of. Yep. And they're going to go, ooh, yeah, there's some of it that, that's hard, but you're yeah. right. That's the thing we're striving for. Right. Because, because that frustration, you know, there's a, a saying that when 
when uh, you know new coach, new players, right? Mm-hmm. So sometimes people will take a a branch yeah. as an opportunity to leave, right? And uh, and mm. that I've seen that happen during a, an unhealthy branch, but uh, with a healthy branch, I don't think I've ever seen that unless it's you know just a natural yeah. uh, thing that's going on. But um, wow. the, when when people are frustrated, yep. then they they start again filling in mm. the gaps and say. You know, well, I don't want to be in group. This that this just doesn't work. That's I've had real. people say, I was like, yeah. ah, it does work, and you're seeing it work. But if you're not casting that vision, yep. if you're not celebrating those things mm-hmm. and um, communicating it well, then um, they will hmm. start uh, to get the bad uh, yeah. bad attitude on yeah. that whole thing. Yeah. Another aspect of celebration I've started doing the last <clears throat> few times we've branched, which is I think worked very well, is once we branch, we say, okay, so this next Christmas. We're doing a Christmas party with both groups. Mm. That's great. Not forever. Just yeah. this next Christmas. Right. That's awesome. And all that. the new people get to see, oh, this is, you know, again, vision yep. casting. This is what we're about. And wow, what a great group group of people. And I, yep. and so That's hopefully brilliant. next time they're able to yep. be a part of that. But it gives a good vision toward branching. And we get to talk about yep. like, man, it was so great in those seasons. We did group together. And now hmm. you guys are getting a journey with these amazing people. That's a great idea. And, and so I love it. Uh, yeah. yeah. And one of the things I was thinking about through all this is a reminder that we are working with people yep. with emotions and, you know, they're fearful. And I think just to kind of rem- remember that that human emotion of working with people that because even in the best scenario, even with an intentional communication, consideration, mm-hmm. celebration, people are going to get hurt. Mm-hmm. There's going to be frustration. You know, it, it's possible. Yeah. It's going to be less possible than, mm-hmm. you know, your, you know, your, your antithesis, toxic, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, launch. But that's what we're working with. We're working with people trying to help them grow in spiritual maturity. Mm-hmm. And I think the outcome for me is so exciting because we're seeing, and this is just a celebration of what's happening in all of our campuses, yeah. um, literally hundreds of groups that are growing, that are branching, you know, hearing about our North Campus um, launching new groups and um, Hayden just, you know, uh, exploding and having so many new people, Coeur getting a new building and preparing for all those new connections because we don't believe in just showing up on Sunday. It's moving them into relationship. And to me, that's just, it's why we do what we do. One last reminder I wanted to share with you, we were just talking about before, um, we don't want to miss that nothing that we do in ministry, we want to do isolated. And so one of the reasons that we invest so much in tools like this, but even more importantly than this, is a team of groups, pastors, and women's leaders that are there as oversight and coaching. And, you know, if you're thinking about a branch, process with one of these guys, process with your with your leader and um, it it never hurts to get outside counsel. It always is a benefit yeah. to pray through, know the um, implications of that, know the background of that group. Mm-hmm. Those things are so helpful. Just remember, you have that support system. Um, again, thanks for being here today. Last last thoughts as we're done today. I'm good. So good. good, man. Thank you, guys. This has been really helpful. Yeah. I was taking notes in my head. I'm taking them. You know, we're gonna have some great show notes. Yeah. By the way, uh, check out realliferesources.org. Hope you'll stick with us. And one reminder it would really be helpful if you would like and share this resource with those that you're in group with. Maybe it's your apprentice. Maybe it's someone you're thinking about branching a group with. Mm -hmm. This would be a great tool to share with them. And again, we're grateful for all that you do in our church, helping people grow in spiritual maturity. We'll see you next time. We are grateful for the investment you make each week as you reach the world for Jesus one person at a time and make biblical disciples in relational environments. For notes from this show and other great resources to help you grow, visit realliferesources.org.